I totally get it now. I totally get why everybody's wearing these Ray-Ban polarized aviators. It's Roger Taylor from Queen. He got it all started, right? Did you see the documentary last night? I mean, he, lately he's been wearing these Ray-Bans. And, you know, the, 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 I mean, there's all kinds of aviators out there, but, you know, Ray-Ban apparently has the big ones now that everybody's wearing. Uh, it seems like it, right? He got it started. A guy, a distinguished rocker in his 60s with a mix of, mix of blonde and, and, and gray hair has inspired all kinds of young, beautiful people to wear them. And by beautiful people, I usually mean women because I see a lot of beautiful women wearing them. It, 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 so that's how you know the Queen Legacy's alive. <laughs> No, that's okay. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, but I'm doing my show in my shades. I'm doing in tribute. I'm doing my show. They're not Ray Bans. <laughs> they're they're you know they're A and E. They're still pretty good. You know Armani Exchange. They're, they're still pretty good. These are still these. I've had these for a while. I get a bunch of shades, but um, I, you know I I love the Aviators, but I'm I, these are my favorite, and I'm wearing these in the spirit of, of uh, you know, people wearing their shades and, and, and the queen connection <laughs> that we just made, apparently. Hey, everybody, it's Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. Um, I can't read my notes. Let me take these off. <laughs> That's as far as we get. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, boy, you know, what a, what a documentary last night. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the uh, main segment, but just um, a lot of reaction. I think a lot of people love the Queen Adam Lambert documentary, uh, but also some people, um, one person said, you know, they understand why John Deacon's not involved in the band anymore. They didn't want to be involved in this whole thing. I guess that person thought it was too too much of an attempt uh, to, to uh, play to a younger generation, but the music's timeless. And, uh, you know, anyway, and, and our show, by the way, our last show that we did, Act... Um, you know, I was off in the count. I said Act 20. Was it Act? I forget. We're in the mid-20s. We, we just did our 25th show, and here I am. I think I was one off in the count last time, but <laughs> it's on there. I mean, the, the count's accurate online, but... <laughs> How many, that's when you know you, you love what you're doing and you're doing a great show, at least when, how many shows have we done so, we're, our thousandth episodes, wow, our thousandth, can you believe our thousandth episode, no, I'm kidding, I wish, but, I, you know, the way we're going, we'll, we'll get there in no time, um, but anyway, so, yeah, that's what, <laughs> glad I took my glasses off, you read my notes, <laughs> Um, so it, it's, it's a really big reaction uh, to the documentary and, and to our show as well. I mean, we've had some of the highest plays so far. I, I mean, that's in our top, the last show we did is in our, our top three already uh, in terms of, of shows. And, you know, we, we did it right before the Queen documentary. Maybe that helped. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in the Queen 2 podcast. How about that? This is Queen 2. Well, not Queen 2, the album, but it's, it's inspired by Queen 2. This this podcast is inspired by Queen. How about that? Not sponsored by. Let's be careful. No, no, no. No, it's the, the inspiration is there. <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, uh, we'll get to some rock and roll news. Um, you know, kind of shifting gears really here. Uh, UFO has announced that they're going to continue on their final tour after the death of Paul Raymond. Um, Neil Carter, who was in the band back from uh, 1981 to 1983... 
and went on to play with Gary Moore and others. Um, he will, uh, he's coming back to the fold to take over uh, as guitar and keyboards um, as they finish up their, um, their final tour. So uh, the band said that essentially, you know, they were, they were shocked when Paul Raymond died of a heart attack. They also were faced with the reality of what to do with the band. Um, and they decided the best thing to do, this is according to their statement that they put on social media, um, they feel the best thing to do is to tour and that Paul Raymond would have wanted that as well. So they're going on tour or going to continue their tour. Um, so it, it, it's good. So if you haven't, if you've never seen them, I've never seen UFO, this would be a great chance to see them. If they come through your neck of the woods, you can check their website for all the tour dates. Toto is also going on tour. Um, they're celebrating their, uh, 40th, uh, you know, 40 Trips Around the Sun is the name of the tour. Um, they've been together, gosh, 40 years now, I guess, 40th anniversary. They did a, um, an album compilation to celebrate. Uh, that tour kicks off, um, this is later uh, towards the summer, um, but it uh, kicks off in uh, L.A. It'll run through New Jersey, Red Bank, New Jersey. And again, that's all online. You know, you can check the websites for the, the actual tour dates. Um, and uh, and more Paul Stanley news. Uh Paul Stanley telling the Paste publication uh, that he still believes that KISS can continue without any of uh, the, the original members. Well, including at this point, it would just be him and Gene Simmons. Um, there's been a lot of talk about this over the years, well before uh, somewhere in between the, uh, the final farewell tour of the original lineup and but long before the end of the road tour, which they just completed the, the first leg of, the feeling, they, they have said that they can in, in fact continue um, the band, or Paul Stanley said he would be honored if the band continued without him. You know, he's 67, I think is what he said in this interview, that, you know, you don't have a lot of 60, you don't have any 67-year-old basketball players or football players, and, and you know, oddly you have... Um, you know he's he's still doing what he's doing, and he still has the the bruises and the screws and such to prove it. Um, he's had some, I think, multiple hip replacements or you know, surgical operations, things like that. Um, so you know, Doc McGee, the manager, had said that at one point uh, early on. So I don't know. I mean, people will still go see some form of a Kiss show, but it, at that point, it would just be the grand tribute band, really. You know. Um, so I don't know. I, I see Kiss while you can. You get, you know, half the originals and, and, you know. And by the way, has anybody come out yet on this tour? You know, remember Paul Stanley said in my interview, he said that they would, you know, they would be open to former members coming back. Has I don't even think Bruce Kulick has come back yet. So anyway, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit of your news. And we'll get a little bit more into... Uh, the majesty, the regal splendor of Queen, my friends. How in the world did I miss this? <laughs> Fake reunion, but it's a reunion. <laughs> um, spinal... T- you know something's funny when you you think of it, you know whether it's a comedy bit or a, a, some kind of prank or whatever it may be. You think of it, and just the thought of the name of it's hilarious. Spinal Tap reunited. I can finally say it. Maybe I should put the sunglasses back on. The, the guys from uh, Christopher, Michael, and Henry. They all uh, <laughs> they at, at uh, and at, at Tribeca at the Beacon Theater. Um, they did a reunion um, this week. Well, they it was. Uh, 
they played, uh, they brought their acoustic guitars out and they didn't really have the costumes from this clip. I saw there's a, a clip going around on YouTube. Um, but the guys reunited uh, in honor of the, um, is it the 30, 35th anniversary of the movie, uh, This is Spinal Tap. Uh, <laughs> so it's still, it's, <laughs> it still goes to 11, but you need a little bit of uh, medicine these days. <laughs> Sorry. It goes to 11, but you need some ibuprofen. Profen. It, <laughs> uh, it, it's, somebody said, there was a, there's a quote out there where somebody had said, um, it was the, somebody quoted The Edge from U2 who said that he didn't laugh when he saw the movie, This is Spinal Tap, he wept because it's so close to the truth. Getting lost. I mean, Judas Priest, Rob Halford said that they got lost under the stage one time. You know, we talked about the whole Black Sabbath thing and and the the, the Stonehenge. You know how. <laughs> uh, I I can only say that you know was it Nigel who had that room full of Les Pauls and other guitars. I I can only say it would be my great hope that I would have a room full of Les Pauls like that. You know, and I could just hear the sustain by looking at the the Les Paul gold top. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, so, yeah, they reunited. That, so that's kind of great fun um, at uh, the Beacon Theater in New York. I don't know how I missed that. Um, once again, I'm firing myself from the show, not just, for say, not just for saying that, you know, I can see that there wouldn't be as much outrage, a little bit, but not as much if Adam Lambert was a new member of Queen, not replacing Freddie, but continuing on in his own pathway. Um, maybe that's why we got a lot of play on the last show, people are going to, you know, say, what, what's up with this, you know, and, and put a petition together to get me off the show. <laughs> My good friend Shane, maybe he can uh, take over the, the, the shelf. <laughs> Keep... <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but what was I talking about? Oh, right. So, yeah, I, I'm firing myself now for missing that. Um, by the way, what is, uh, speaking of, of what is and what isn't, um, which I guess makes sense because Spinal Tap isn't really a real band, but it is certainly a concept in, in, in folklore after. What, what is going on with Woodstock 50? Now, th this is a story. So, and this was trending on Twitter. Um, so the financial backer pulled out. It's a, it's a name. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like a German name. But the, the backer pulled out. They said essentially that they, you know, they did not feel that they could put a production together that would live up to the Woodstock name. And there was also a line about guaranteeing, um, what was it? It was safety uh, and health of uh, people involved. Uh, essentially, it sounds like um, there were concerns about whether they could ensure the health and safety of people involved. Well, everybody knows that you know, the original Woodstock was not the most sanitary event, but obviously times and certainly laws have changed. But um, if that's where they were going with that, however, the organizers say they will continue on. The Woodstock organizers say, no, this is not canceled. We are going to continue with Woodstock um, 50, but even though our financial backers have pulled out. So I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know what this is going to look like. Um, you know, I don't know who's going to even show up at this point if the main financial backers have pulled out. So that's that's something that's continuing to go on. We'll watch that for you as well. Um, so back to Queen. 
uh, Queen plus Adam Lambert, I think it's a really cool thing that, um, I mean, just, just the, the, and a microcosm of this, the reaction on this program, I mean, the, the, the numbers that we had, the, the people who were, um, you know, looking at, at our show, listening to our show, I mean, the numbers are just staggering, you know, and it's awesome, you know, very, thank you very much for checking us out, but, um, you know, there is such an interest in this country in a Queen plus Adam Lambert uh, combination, and it's really brilliant when you think about it, because, um, sorry, that's a loud bus or something, you know, we come to you from downtown Philadelphia, where, you know, there's always something going on, um, or maybe that's a construction truck. There's still a project that they've been working on forever. Uh, hopefully they'll finish it. Um, almost like Chinese democracy by Guns N' Roses. It took, you know, took forever to fix that, to finish that. So, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, good things take a while. Uh, so we'll continue on. The, what's interesting to me is, um, you know, the, uh, the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, we were talking about this on the last show. It inspired so many people. I mean, I was amazed. You know, I saw the movie twice. I'm a huge Queen fan, you know. And I even learned some things I didn't know about the band, although technically some things were off. Like, they were making it as if, you know, in the movie, there was some creative license. And this bothered some people. Like, um, you know, Freddie's first solo album, they say the, so the first solo album was the reason that um, people, uh, that there was division in the band, you know. He Freddie doing a solo album first. It was actually Roger Taylor. Um, it was, you know, I, I had read about that had done the first solo album in the band. So I don't know what, how that changed the situation or if there was any tension over that. Um, but so there were some things that, that bothered some folks as far as creative license and, and the changing the story dynamics of it. But what's really interesting to me is, is you have younger people who have embraced, you know, you, you, Queen music's and everything. I mean, uh, you know, I want it all is in a commercial. Um, and that was even later before, you know, that, that wasn't even covered in the movie. Uh, someone, to, somebody to love. Um, you know, that one is in there. Uh, you have a lot of, uh, you have a lot of um, Queen songs that are in different commercials now. But there's a lot of young people who have really embraced Queen music, you know. Uh, and I, I think that's a really cool thing. I don't know what the American Idol numbers are doing now. They did a whole thing on Queen songs, had the cast, young people uh, performing some Queen numbers. But um, I do think that there is a great fascination that young people have with Freddie. And, you know, what's really cool is a lot of things start to come back around, you know. Um, what was the, there was another group, I think Aerosmith, some old Aerosmith songs started coming back around a while back. There was something else. There was another band. Um, but, you know, I think you're also getting younger people who are getting turned on to rock and roll again. I mean, there's a lot of young, I, I went to see Greta Van Fleet. Okay, I'm going from Queen, I know, totally different subject. But I saw a lot of young people who were just fascinated with what Greta Van Fleet was doing. And you go to some of these rock concerts, there's young people in the audience who, who love this stuff. Maybe they grew up on it with their parents, um, or they heard it in the house, or they just somehow discovered it on their own. They find something on YouTube, and they, they say, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is really great music. You know, and maybe they even get tired of some of the stuff that's out there today, you know, the whatever artists and pop this and pop that. Um, but what you have is this brilliant idea where so many multi-generational groups have latched on to, you know, went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. It's huge around the world. It did very, you know, big numbers, obviously, in the United States. 
and you had a lot of young people involved. And then you have a younger guy like Adam Lambert, who is still fairly modern, you know, um, and had some solo career, uh, success on his own. And so you have younger people who probably identify with him, and then you plug him into the queen mold, and you just have this perfect um, rebirth reprisal, you know, just in time for their their uh, summer tour, the U.S. Rhapsody Tour, uh, which comes through Philadelphia on August 3rd. Um, a new stage design, new lights, new lights and everything else. So I saw the, the first, maybe it was the second tour they did with Adam Lambert. It was phenomenal. It really was. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. I, I think I have to add it to my list of shows. But um, but I think it's, you know, and, and hopefully this jogs up a return to classic rock, you know, hopefully what happens and this will certainly inspire the um you know the the queen catalog to take on many more sales i would think um you know which would certainly be good for even guys like john deacon who are sitting back not doing anything it seems and just watching the money rake in because you know he did all the work uh in the day and the payoff will continue well you know so that's a very great thing gosh it'd be great to get john deacon back out there i keep thinking that'd be great but you know, I think Roger Taylor said he's kind of like a sociopath where he just doesn't do anything. He just doesn't do anything like that. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm, I'm very much jazzed and entertained by the prospect of what's going on um, with Queen right now. And I think it might even, you know, inspire people to check out other bands kind of like Queen or, you know, some of the other you know, maybe they'll listen to some of the Paul Rogers stuff they did. Maybe they'll listen to some free. Maybe they'll get into some bad company. And maybe they'll get into, you know, just different, um, you know, different bands from that era. Nobody was really like Queen, obviously. But, you know, we want, I, I think we're seeing a resurgence of rock and roll in this country as far as how popular it is for young people. Um, or it's becoming more popular. And I love that. I think that's really, really cool. You know, you see these these kids from all around the world and they're playing guitar and shredding, playing these, these you know, well-known classic rock songs to the T incredibly well. So you think, you know, around the world, there's young people who are getting into this stuff and loving it. And uh, hopefully that's a reason to keep a lot of these bands going in whatever form they can. And we can continue to, you know, I mean, I, you know, I would love to, you know, I met a, a guy, a younger guy who talked about how big of a Judas Priest fan he was. And, um, you know, he was he was a little bit upset that he didn't get to see the band with KK. I said, yeah, I saw him with KK three times and it was amazing. Um, but uh, KK Downing. But, you know, so as you get older, you know, a lot of these bands are not going to be able to see. The, or these fans are not going to be able to see these these legendary rockers with you know certain lineups. People leave, people pass on. You know, again, look at the UFO situation. Very sad there, but um, you can see some version of these bands. Don't wait too long to see a band, a, a Kiss without Paul and Gene. <laughs> you know, that might not be. I don't think that would be worth it. I have to say, uh, if you see it without them, see this tour if you can. If you want to get an idea of what Kiss is, Kiss is like. Um, your best bet really or see ace and what he's doing um so hopefully for as long as these these legends continue to tour the legendary bands you know you, some young people can see them and get inspired and 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 get an idea of what rock and roll glory is um so i'm it, it's been you know again a lot of reaction mostly I, from what i saw it was really positive to the queen documentary uh the show must go on but um 
regardless, the show will go on, and, and we'll be here to talk about it on this show um, because uh, this show must go on uh, with or without me wearing my sunglasses. Okay, so this is a little weird. Um, I just saw this article come up. It was talking about Bob Burns, the drummer of Leonard Skinner, and it said Bob Burns, Leonard Skinner, drummer dies. And I said, wait a minute, he's not the current drummer of Leonard Skinner. And I interviewed the current drummer of Leonard Skinner. It's not Bob Burns. And, and I, I looked back and I said, okay, um, it's an old article. He had he was in the original lineup. He passed away four years ago but I, I how did that this was on a major search engine where you can get the news selection and it popped up and I was just like how does this pop up now so I don't know that was a little weird but it got me thinking about um, how many people in the because I said oh no not again you know they had a, a young bass player die a few years back um, obviously Billy Powell uh, Ed King that was probably one of the more recent uh, passings uh, from the Skinner family. You know, they've lost a lot of guys over the years, and I started thinking, you know, maybe we should look at, we're, we'll do just a, I mean, if there's any band that's been through hell, if there's any band that's been through tragedy and continues to come back and back and back, it's Leonard Skinner, and they're on their farewell tour. Um, but um, anyway, yeah, so we'll talk about that in the next show. But I saw that and I was just like, wow, that's, you know, it was really bizarre. It was really, really weird. Because, um, I mean, Gary Rossington's the only one left from the original band, the original lineup. Um, uh, they have a guitar player now who was the drummer back uh, in, you know, in the 70s um, for about a year. He can't, He's in the band now. He's been there since 96. Uh, but... Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, wow, it was just strange, you know. Sometimes that happens on social media, and I thought, okay, well, you know. But it wasn't social media, it was a major search engine. So anyway, um, it just got me thinking about, um, you know, bands that have been through a lot. I mean, we talked about Def Leppard and the, the tragedy they had gone through. Uh, and I think maybe we'll look at more bands that have been through tragic uh, things. So we'll look at Leonard Skinner uh, and what they've been through. That'll be uh, the next show, one of the things we talk about there. Um, and how they how their legacy has endured and how they've continued on. So um, there's that. And, um, you know, there's still a long list of bands to look at as we continue our look at bands that restructured in the 80s and, and, and gained even more popularity, how their sound changed and, and things like that. So we'll look at that. Uh, Hall & Oates is another one, by the way, where um, it wasn't really a lineup change, but it was a, a change in direction in music. Um, so we'll look at that also. Uh, so we're just getting started with great, great topics to talk about for this week on the show. Uh, and we will be back with you uh, before too long, as always. Uh, so, by the way, we are on Facebook, um, Rock of Nations, at Rock of Nations DK. Just search Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. We're on there. Uh, and, of course... Um, <laughs> My water bottle, water bottle popping. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. I'm easily amused, folks. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, the uh, Twitter page at Dave Kinchin USA. Um, every, you know, because I, I mean, music is one third of the things I talk about on Twitter. I pretty much have that personal page serving as the official rock of nations with dave kinchin page two you know on dave kinchin tonight the other show we have a separate page for that um but 
because we, I mean, we talk about regular news that I'm reporting in my main gig, and then we're talking about, um, you know, we talk about music on there. I interact with a lot of musicians, and so it just makes sense to do it all on one Twitter page. So on Twitter, it's at Dave Kinchin USA. On Facebook, begrudgingly, uh, we are on there. Um, I like Twitter better, but we are on there. Uh, Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin also. So anyway, I hope you are having a great uh, week as it continues on and we roll on through this beautiful thing called life, my friends. We will be back very, very soon. And uh, again, in the, uh, I was going to say in the words of Queen, but um, what's a song that's a celebration of life? A Queen song. I want it all, but I want it now, and I want it now. Yeah. Um, Oh God. Why am I drawing a blank on this? I know it's going to hit me. As soon as I sign off, I, it's going to hit me. Mm. Somebody to love, I get. I'm in love, <laughs> I'm in love with my car. <laughs> That's a good song, actually. Um, they make fun of it in the movie, but um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um... Mm. The show must go on yet, yeah, but that's kind of sad. Uh, I want to break free, yeah. Freedom's good. It's a little different too. Um, it's a kind of magic, right? Life's a kind of magic. It's a kind of, fine. What? <laughs> we'll play us out on that, okay? If you're listening on the anchor platform, uh, you can hear that. We'll play us out on it's a kind of magic. You know, pl- play us out. What does that mean to play us out? <laughs> you, you know that that uh, Bill O'Reilly explosion there. What to play? You know, play us out. What does that mean? Anyway, I'm rambling. Okay, uh, it's Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin, folks. Um, it is a kind of magic, and uh, that's why we like to do it again and again and again. So we'll be back very soon.